let me speak. Oh, see, he suggests this the system won't give it. Can't talk the talk without walking in and living it. Far more than slogans and savannas. Watch out, police, cameras, and scanners. Just because you read a book that don't make you conscious, millions of people fall for freedom and for us. Chosen generation. We're the chosen generation. It's called great grace. The total fulfillment of the law. And another word for the law is religion. Another word for religion is witchcraft. You get 33 degrees of witchcraft, and you get 33 degrees of grace. The two trees in the garden. Which one is your mind in? Amen. Religion, I know, witchcraft. No, I know it's not. I'm so blessed to be able to minister to literally some of the greatest mystics in the world. A lot of normal people, a lot of people coming out of religion, a lot of people coming out of Laodicean lukewarmness. But we got some super freaks, super freaks. I know who we're ministering to. I get shocked, and I'm so thankful when some really, really spiritual people that are full of God's righteous, which is His spirituality, come around and they're just, their hearts are so pure 
It's the greatest miracle I've ever experienced in ministry. And we've seen a lot of crazy stuff. We have seen spinal cords recreated in human bodies. We've seen cancer healed, AIDS healed. But the craziest thing I've ever seen, I tell you the truth, the most shocking thing to me, having done this thing for so long, is a pure heart. And it sounds generic and stupid, but it's literally the rarest thing I've ever come across in ministry. A pure heart, because it's impossible except by the roots of David. For a heart to be so perfectly pure, like perfect purity of heart, is the greatest miracle of all time. It's called the roots of David. When your heart is 100% God the Father and not you. It's true, man. I've seen it all. You know, you see lust everywhere. I mean, everyone's into lust. And you see pride everywhere. Everyone's into religion. And then you see charismania, and it's like, oh, yeah, look, look at the new thing. And it sounds so cool. And it's still inside buildings made with human hands. And it's still 33 degrees of witchcraft. People send me so much garbage every day of these ministers and these books and these things I'm supposed to like and look at. And you know, I don't hate on anybody, and I hope Jesse Duplantis gets his $53 million jet. Why? Because God likes doing things that people don't deserve. Of course, that guy doesn't deserve it. He's already had five jets. His ministry hardly transforms any souls. But God the Father is so crazy that he would do that just because he's so incredibly undeserving. That's how God the Father actually is. Because people are religious and full of poverty and full of legalism, and they're all just bound up in their carnal brains, God the Father will probably give Jesse Duplantis his $54 million jet just to kick religion in the face. Just to kick poverty in the face. Because you people are demon-possessed. The Father can do anything. He's the Almighty. He's the Creator. What is it for Him to create just another Fort Knox? Oh yeah, but there's no gold in Fort Knox. Or just another trillion dollars in economic buying power, you know. Whatever. These people are demon-possessed. I've heard it all. You know, if it's not money, it's Bitcoin. If it's not Bitcoin, it's conspiracy theory, Alex Jones, fear and paranoia of 33 degrees of witchcraft to keep you confused so you never find the true meaning of life. That's what it's all about, just keep you running around doing nothing out there. Your whole life. Just wasting every day of your life, just going after glamour, going after money, going after relationships, going after business, going after everything except going after Christ in you, the hope of all glorious things. Not Christ outside of you. No, the Bible says Christ inside of you. If you are looking for Christ outside of you, you're in witchcraft. There's 33 degrees of witchcraft deceiving you. Bewitched. Galatians 3.3. 3. Hey, 3.3, 33. Galatians 33 bewitchment. 33 degrees of witchcraft, also known as religion or the law. The law of sin and death. It's not just the law of Moses. Moses is a mighty man of God. I, just, I mean, I, I'm sorry to even bring Moses into this situation. He's a wonderful, perfect man of God now, made perfect, the righteous men made perfect. It is written in the book of Hebrews, in the Faith Hall of Fame. 
These are mighty warriors of glory. I mean, these men and women sacrificed everything to serve the anointing. You know, Isaiah was sawed in half with a wooden saw right through the stomach for the maximum amount of pain. So you could read the book of Isaiah in your Bibles today. You know, everyone's got a dozen Bibles, but they're not the Word made flesh because they're a bunch of hypocrites in witchcraft, not willing to sacrifice our hearts. The rarest miracle, the sacrifice of the heart. And I've been looking at this thing and just wondering, how come they don't change? How come they don't actually change in their mind? And the Lord says, because their heart doesn't change. It starts in the heart. Revelation 3.20, I stand at the heart and knock. Will you let me in? And he comes and he sits on the throne of your heart. There's a throne in your heart. Who sits on the throne of your heart? Your spouse? You're in sin. Your kids? You're in sin. Your business? You're in sin. If anything sits on the throne of your heart except Jesus Christ, you're an idolater and you're serving the devil and not God. Return to your first love. You know that one thing he has against you? You have forgotten your first love. Until you get back into the first love, everything you do under the sun is vanity, vanity, and a chasing after the wind. You'll never be successful. You'll never be fulfilled. It doesn't even matter. I mean, I, I'm around rich people every day. I'm around poor people. It's crazy how the Father set up Red Letter Ministries. I live in the poorest most drug-infested, high-crime area in Minnesota, the entire state, North Minneapolis. I live in a former crack house of the Crip OG Pookie Duke that's doing life in prison for a crack cocaine distribution, and I'm in his crack house right now. And I have a hundred gangsters in front of my house every single day, and I wave and say hi, and they nod to me. I Sometimes I have altercations, but almost it's rare. It's rare as a pure heart. It's like a blue moon. Most people are just honorable. These are the poor. These people don't know anything else except drug dealing. And I'm telling you, I've met a lot of awesome drug dealers. I've met an, a lot of awesome crack dealers. Not so many awesome heroin dealers. That's like a little different. But it's like they don't know anything else. It's like that's all there is when you grow up in this kind of setting. The only success and grid for success in the hoods of the USA is drug dealing. You know, and the girls get into prostitution and the girls get into stripping. And that's like the only way out that there's been because there's been such a lockdown in the ghettos of the USA. And like, then I go and hang out with the rich and I'll be in YZ and I'll be on Lake Minnetonka and I'll be at the Calhoun Beach Club and I'll, and I'll hang out with the rich on the mountains and I'll hang out with the poor in the valleys to learn everything that exists in the universe of stars and sands, the high places and the low places and what it's all about. It's all about Jesus Christ raising up the valleys, lowering the mountains, dealing with the pride, dealing with the greed, dealing with the lust. And the thing is, is like the poor people just, they have just as much pride and lust as the rich people. So the rich people can use that against them. Like, look at these people. They're smoking crack, they're doing prostitutes, and it's like the rich people are snorting cocaine and doing high end prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, it's all a bunch of hypocrisy. White and black magic, rebellion, and pride. Pride of possessions, and pride because of my education, pride because of my work by the sweat of my brow, because I'm a lawyer, you know, I'm white collar, 
And I'm better than you because you're blue collar. It's all pride. Pride of life. And that ain't the life of Zoe. That's the life of Lucifer. It is. The life of the devil. The devil's got a life. He sits on a throne. You read about him. The king of Tarshish. Ezekiel 28. Got all the gemstones. Got all the gold. Got all the glamour. Picks and chooses. Who wants to be the next movie star in Hollywood Babylon? Who wants to be on the next media platform on Snapchat? Who are going to blow up now? Beyonce? Jay-Z? Kanye? I mean, all this mess. Satan is the king. <laughs> and he's got a kingdom. And he's got millions and millions of people that do his will. Jesus Christ is a much greater king, but most people still think Jesus is poor, Jesus is weak, that pale, anemic, skinny white Jesus hanging on a Roman Catholic pole that the Pope carries around as he's given Lamborghinis, you know? That ain't Jesus, that's Lucifer. I tell you the truth. The intelligentsia of the Vatican is the greatest evil of all time. It is the greatest evil and there's nothing even close. You want to pick on Freemasonry? You want to pick on Jesuit sorcery? Pick on the Vatican. There is no greater evil of all time than turning Christianity into a religion. Than turning Christianity into 33 degrees of witchcraft. Which is exactly what the Roman Catholic Church is guilty of. Exactly. They're sorcerers. And they're much more evil than even regular sorcerers. You know, and the charismatic sorcerers are not even close to as evil. I tell you the truth, God will wash it all away. And He's not going to kill the person. He's going to forgive the person. I've hung around 32nd degree Freemasons since birth. My dad's friends. I hung around the most crazy criminals. I've hung around the most crazy Jesuits, the most crazy Freemasons, the most crazy... <laughs> Businessmen, I mean, I've seen it all in North America. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun that I haven't seen for many years. And I'm telling you, God will forgive them all. His greatest joy is giving you what you don't deserve. <laughs> and I know everyone deserves hell, especially the self-righteous that say, I don't deserve hell because of what I've done. I'm a good person. I go to church every Sunday. I help the poor. You're a self-righteous murderer and a killer of the king of the Jews. There's a blasphemous name written on your forehead. You have the mark of the beast. Self-righteousness is the mark of the beast. You have no righteousness of your own. The Holy Spirit is our righteousness, the spirit of righteousness. Grace fulfills the law. Grace removes the witchcraft of self-righteousness. I tell you the truth, He will forgive even the goats. He will forgive even the religious. He'll forgive even the Pope. Is that possible? Can you forgive a sorcerer completely sold out to Satan and his angels? Yes, I've already seen it. I've already washed many of them. I've already washed 32nd 33rd degree Freemasons. I've washed them. You can wash them. When your cup overflows with the blood of the Lamb, you wash all flesh around you. My cup overflows. What does it overflow with, King David? The legitimacy of his King of the Jews, his legitimacy of his King of Israel mantle is in his overflow. 
which is the glory of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus. Did King David walk in grace? Oh, yes, he did. He walked in grace. He walked as a forerunner of the priesthood of Melchizedek. Psalms 110, King David, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek is the fulfillment of the law of Moses. King David walked in that 3,000 years ago. <laughs> and most Christians today still haven't even tasted it. They're still under the law of Moses. But I tell you the truth, everyone will taste of it. Everyone will drink it. The river of life, the fulfillment of the law of Moses, the removal of all 33 degrees of witchcraft and religion in the universe by the King of the Jews, Jesus Christ. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.